It's AJ and Ryan on the A&R Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the A&R Podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Brian. And um, if you can't tell, that's my voice. So what I'm going to try and do is whisper, and hopefully it won't be that bad, but it does sound like I'm gargling glass currently. So I apologise to all the viewers if I sound like shit. <laughs> you sound like you're dying. I, I, uh, maybe I am. <laughs> How are you doing, Ryan? <laughs> I'm very, I'm, my voice is fine. I'm very well, actually. Um, how are you? Are you okay, man? Uh, great, you, great, great. You, you live in I can't, I can't really go over a decibel limit, but at the moment, I think I'm okay. I don't want to cry. People are mistaking you for gig shit. Oh, these bitches on Lockdo. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. 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 But, 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 okay. We have a lot to talk about. We have a very, there's a very wide range of things we have to talk about. This is but unfortunate. This is good. Talk about we have a lot how... of things to talk about. Oh, I know. No, you know what the worst thing is as well? You're away next week. So I'm going to have to pre record another episode and I'm going to sound like this for two weeks. <laughs> So it's going to be great. It's going to be great content for those viewers. If, those, if you viewers like me sounding like this all sexy, then lucky you. But if not, I apologise. It's this bedtime voice. It's a morning it's voice. Just, yeah, this is my morning voice. What's up, sexy? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. No, in all seriousness, let's talk about how... What, what, Ryan, where is it coming? Uh, it's coming home. He's coming home, lads. <laughs> England. Got a one 0 win against Croatia. Raheem the Dream Sterling plotted it in in right. the 65th minute. What, what? Where did you watch it? I watched it at the pub. Where did you watch it? You with your family, was you? Yeah, I was at home. It was not. It was not. I like the atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, you were alright. You were, weren't too hot, I suppose. I was absolutely sweating. Mate, honestly, the thing is, the atmosphere at a pub. It would have been great. It was the atmosphere amazing. Everyone chanting. Yeah, you weren't technically supposed to, because you know, supposed to. Come on, you can't not. So um, come on, when when Sterling slots on it to beat yeah. Croatia one 0 yeah, it's just but, too sweet not to. I bet you was one of those guys because I was one of them. It was like, oh, why Sterling playing? Why Sterling? In, in all honesty, in all honesty, oh, God. I think <laughs> I think um. I, I have faith. I'm one of the weird people who has faith in Southgate. I mean, I have faith in him as well, but I just kind of like Sterling, you know what I mean? He hasn't been I think Sterling's good. Now he's been like, shut the fuck up to the haters. Mm-hmm. But last season, well, this gone season, he wasn't very... He wasn't on it, was he? But in that game, he played better than Kane, but who was the real hero in that game, Ryan? Who was the real hero for you? Uh, Mr. Phillips. Calvin Phillips, yeah. indeed, yeah, mate. What a, play, yeah. what a, what a game he had, sensational. Have you seen, I've seen loads of memes where it's like a Luka Modric waking up thinking he'd dominate the midfield and then it's just like a picture of Calvin Phillips with like <laughs> his weird face and then it's like him having it in his pocket and stuff. Uh, I, I did screenshot a meme to read off when we started talking about Calvin Phillips. I'm just going to read it out. Um, after today, if I walked in on Calvin Phillips rattling the fuck out of my missus, I'd just turn some romantic music on and leave him to it. <laughs> I mean, first, yeah, he's a national hero, mate, a national treasure. Yeah, mate, I think we could have scored three, three or 
Well, yeah, three. I, I've been saying, mate, Foden, Foden needs goal this World Cup. Not this World Cup, this is the Euros. Yeah. Foden's too good. Who's close in the first 10 minutes? Mate, yeah, he's, he wanted to hit the post, but yeah. Mate, football is coming home. I feel like everyone in Europe just hates saying that. Yeah. Because we say it. It's, it's time, it's time. It's time. We've said it every time for the past, I don't know how long. Now, to be fair, it wasn't, well, it's only like only 2018 we started saying it really, didn't we? Yeah, because in 2016 Euros, we got knocked off by Iceland. Yeah, exactly. And don't remember that. This time, it's coming home, mate. It's coming home. Mm. We just we just beat the World Cup finalists mm-hmm. group stage. We'll be good. We'll be great. We're going to win. Wow, well, exactly. And now we've uh, got an easy ride. Well, I say easy. It's England, so I doubt it. The thing but... is, I say my, vo- my voice is going to get better, but I'm going to be screaming just as much as Scotland can. I'm like, it's coming home. Everyone's just gonna like look at you and think, "Oh my god!" Who's this man dying yeah. in, in the Getting to hospital. Uh, uh, but and again, uh, just to, just to move on to more a more unfortunate event. Um, unfortunately, Christian Eriksen did have a heart attack on the pitch, and our condolences are with him and his family. And we hope his his recovery is going well. I've heard he's in a stable condition, so that's all great. But what his, what do you think? I've heard his speak oh, okay. stuff. Yes, yeah, so that's great. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, send a message out to the the public which was good so yeah i'm glad he's getting better um very unfortunate that happened but what do you think about the whole of uh, the camera crew zooming in uh, on him and his crying wife and all that what do you think i don't know i kind of i don't know what i don't know what happens when you're a cameraman i don't know if you have more information than the people on the tv but i assume they were either told or they didn't realise how bad it was and they just thought, you know what I mean? They, and they just, in, until the S, uh, situation escalated, obviously to the point where you're zooming on the wife crying, obviously you know at that point then you probably shouldn't be doing that. See, my thing with it is, is that people blaming the cameraman is kind of wrong because he's definitely someone in their ear, like a director at Skirt, UEFA or the BBC saying, yeah, get this shot, get this shot, get this shot, and it's all about you're sacked if you don't do it. So, I mean, in the cameraman's perspective, I can kind of understand why they did it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying I can understand why. Yeah. But the, for BBC, they should just cut the broadcast. Yeah, or just cut it back to the, um, oh, what, the pundits. Yeah, so Gary Lineker, just put it on him and say, we don't know what's going on at the moment, we hope Ericsson's okay, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. Yeah, that kind um, of thing. But, I think that it is it is quite a very very sad thing to say that mm-hmm. this was so like publicised and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's only only happened did it twice because there was Moamba, wasn't there? Uh, yeah, I think that's a, the second time. So, I mean, injuries and stuff that happened, but not nothing yeah. that that severe. Where we so, don't know if a player's going to live or die in the moment. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, but I think I think they said it because when you were watching it, it didn't look like it was going well. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's dead!" But like when they gave the report out, it said like it only took, you know, it didn't take long to get him back up, like two minutes or something to uh, revive him and such. So I think. Well, yeah, but in the moment, it's, it's a lot scary. And so oh, yeah, when his course. teammates are like crying around him and yeah, of all course. of this. Of course. I think they, uh, everyone did a, uh, a very good job. Have you seen the thing what uh, Peter Schmeichel. Uh, no, yeah, Peter Schmeichel. Yeah, Peter Schmeichel said about the uh, the Danish team. Uh, no, the yeah, the Danish team. Come on, mate. You can, you can. Uh, let me find it. I think it's on. Tell the audience. I think I did say it earlier, but you can tell the audience if they yeah. don't. 
know um, themselves. They're saying that uh, basically when they left, uh, they were left with three options like the Danish team. Uh, Dan- Danish, is it Danish? Denmark? Danish, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was uh, one, the first option was to play immediately and get the last 50 minutes played. The ne- the next was to come to come in uh come in the next day at twelve uh twelve o'clock and finish the fifty minutes and the third option was to forfeit the game three nil. So well, I thought those pretty harsh options because like if it was like to me I think everyone would play the next day not not like straight after. Well, apparently this was like in between the thing when they were deciding uh, Christian Eriksen was on FaceTime to the team to tell them to play that same day. Where was he? Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate they lost because I think with Ericsson, they might have won the game. and It's quite sad to see that, but the, the Finnish players were respectful and everything. They weren't rushing or anything, and they were clapped the Danish team when they came back on the pitch and everything. Yeah. So well, I think Finn, the Finnish team had it very well. They didn't celebrate. No, 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 exactly. So, yeah, fair, fair uh, respect to them. And I think I think the whole team did well to rally around Ericsson to make sure the cameras weren't out on him yeah. and shield him from all this. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting, though. Yeah, the referee and like obviously credits to referee for acting quick and everyone was getting the medical team on there and stuff. Oh yeah, the response time was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, why? But yeah, I suppose it's one of the very, 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 very rare situations. So it's like what what happens. You know, what do you do when you do it? If you know what I mean, it's not like it happens every day. Exactly, and it's, it's like he's a healthy footballer. You wouldn't expect and to. Exactly, but with like the stress of a big game and all of this and mm. stuff like that, he, he must have been feeling it on the day. Yeah, and then, it, happen. it, can, it can happen to anyone, can't it? Like, it doesn't. Yeah, literally. Like, you just don't know sometimes, do you? So. Well, yeah, but well, we're glad he's okay. Yeah. With what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Of course. Like, yeah, and we have seen back on his feet banging in goals in Denmark. I don't know. I've heard that he's not allowed to play football anymore. What at all? Yeah, I've heard that he's actually. Wasn't just this season? No, as in at all. Damn, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but we'll see. We, oh, yeah, I hope he can. I suppose he's a solid player. Yes, yeah, I suppose they're still assessing him. So Yeah, he'll go to be like a manager or something. Yeah, or, ca- or coach or something. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, anyway, on to a more lighter note uh, from that. Uh, the TikTok versus YouTube boxing event. Did you watch it? No, well, I watched the highlights. I didn't stay up and watch it, did you? Uh, I didn't. I, I did. I've seen all the fights there and all like the middle, like the <laughs> coverage for that. So uh, let's only talk about the important ones. We don't really care about some of the undercard ones. No, uh, I'd say the important ones were... <clears throat> Deji and Vinny Hacker. Okay, let's do that one first. Okay, what did you think? Uh, Deji came in, looked like, didn't look like he trained. <laughs> he looked like, he looked like Ben Askren. He did, he did. Um, I don't know if that was an effort thing, or if that's just how it was. But his cardio let him down. Um, oh, majorly. I think it's a bit of a disappointment again. Uh, that's all I can say on that one. Well, prop, uh, well done to Vinyaka. Obviously, I put, put in the work. I, I was going to say, Vinyaka was the one person I wouldn't have minded winning because he was the only one on TikTok who wasn't a wanker. Yeah. But he was actually a respectable guy. Like, in the lead of the fight, he was sort of like, he wasn't beefing unnecessarily. Mm. He was just sort of like, 
yeah, I'm going to go there, I'm going to box, and that's it. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to shake Deji's hand. And like, uh, you could see after the fight, he was actually consoling Deji. Like, Deji was really upset, and he was like, oh, no, you mate, you did really good. Like, you had me go in the first round and stuff like that. And I think that's really good to see in support of the sportsmanship. Because usually when two YouTubers or TikTokers or whatever influencers fight, he's usually quite hostile. And at the end of the fight, he's like, oh, you fucking lost, you fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. All this. That, yeah, I'm glad that turned out like that. Um, next important fight, would you say face Jarvis? I'd say Faze Jarvis, mate. Yeah. Faze Jarvis sparked him out. Yeah, I was glad he won. I like Faze Jarvis. He was the most satisfying knockout as well. Mate, he, I was like, he, he's like, a beast. Mate, trust me. He's full on beast mode, he was. Honestly, he walked in there like he fucking owned the ring. He looked like a proper boxer. Yeah, I was yeah. like, fucking hell. And then he just knocked him out. It was nice. Knocked him out. Very, 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 very Who, what fight was his to watch. Like, name again? Oh, I don't know. Some things like twat. It's like Mike or something, I think. Something like that. But, okay. Then we'll skip the Gibb fight and we'll go straight to the Price Hall fight because the Gibb fight is the most controversial. We'll just go to the Price Hall fight. Price, what, is there Price, another one you want to talk about? Uh, nah. Price Hall was okay, so those four. Price Hall was so bad and I loved it. Austin McBroom, you legend, your king brother. Yeah. Did you see the bit when uh, like at the post match interview or whatever when they've just he's just Austin McBroom's just winning, he goes to Bryce Hall and goes, I've never claimed to be a fighter, I've never, you know, I never said I was really good and that kind of thing. And then it cuts to a clip of uh, Price Hall going, Oh, I've been in forty street fights and I've knocked out a so yeah, many amazing. Like, oh. amazing. Okay. He always gets think Bryce literally could not talk the talk. He walked the walk, he couldn't do it. He couldn't, nah. he couldn't walk the walk, he couldn't talk the talk. Austin, I, I messed Austin, it up again. Yeah. Austin McBroom looked well comfortable in that ring. Honestly, I, I think it's because Austin McBroom is a natural natural athlete. Mm-hmm. So, like, he played basketball and he's obviously quite built and stuff like that. So, he had the stamina. He was he was already ready to get in there and just knock him out and do what yeah. he needs to do. What do you think Austin McBroom should now fight KSI and the winner of that should fight Jake Paul? Nah, I don't think KSI. There's beef between KSI and Austin McBroom. Yeah, but then they just create some artificial beef. I just, I don't know. I just kind of think don't think it's a step up for KSI. Yeah, I, mean? I, I don't know. I, well, I, I think that's the fight that makes sense on the road to Jake Paul. If he's gonna do it, I don't know if he will. Do you think I he think will? Bryce all tried so much shit to KSI. That if Price Hall won, that would make sense. Yeah, exactly. But he didn't, so it's like, I don't know what. I don't think KSI is like bothered about fighting Austin Broom. There's nothing really gone on. They probably don't even know each other. But what makes sense for him? I don't know. I don't think KSI. Do you think KSI will box again? I don't want him to, but he will. Do you think he will? Yeah, but I I, I don't know who Austin McBroom is going to fight next either. Who's a step up from Price Hall? But he might not. Austin McBroom might not want to fight again. No, no, no. He said he said in his post match he was like, "I'm gonna fight again." Right. I don't know who he, he said. I don't know who he's gonna be, but I'm gonna fight again. Which I mean, Austin McBroom's post match uh, interview was so like humble. He was like, "Yeah, mate, I just came in, knew what I had to do, did it." I don't know who I'm gonna yeah. fight next, but it, you know, I'm, off, I'm open to anything. There's no. I mean, he has talked trash, but he's never really been as bad as Bryce Hall. He's been alright throughout the whole thing. Well, I think it's because Bryce Hall's been so insufferable. I feel like everyone's favoured Austin McBroom, yeah. and everyone's like, "I love Austin." Yeah, even though he's done some very questionable things, but. Ah, yeah. uh, everyone's been questionable things on yeah. YouTube, don't they? Yeah, but you know, we won't uh, talk about that. Basically, what I'm saying is everyone's a piece of shit. <laughs> or they're being manipulated, or they're fake. Well, let's not get into that again. <laughs> but um, no, I think that 
I think Austin Broom did a very, very good job, and Bryce Hall did not take it very well. <sighs> I think he just kind of wasn't a sore loser. He kind of took it on the chin, but you could tell there's a bit of salt there. Mate, did you see? Did you see the ref turns get his fucking corner? No. Basically, like he he was we were sort of walking forward, and the ref was like, "Get back in your fucking corner," and I was like, "The ref has lost his shit. He's lost his head." Well, didn't Bryce trying to keep taking him down like if it was wrestling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so Bryce got a point deduction, and then Austin McBroom hit him after the hit him after the separation and didn't get a point deduction. So I think Austin should have had a point deduction, but it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Yeah, that's true. So like, it doesn't really matter. But I think that it it the whole event as a whole was actually very entertaining and very well done. It always is when you got money like that, isn't it? I'd argue that that event was done better than KSI Logan's event. No. <laughs> no. Fair. Good argument. <laughs> no. no, just for the production value of it, like the, the, the production value, the way things were shot, the way things no. were done. I think it, it was very cool, especially, I think maybe I wasn't as much into the KSI Logan one as I was this one because I really only knew Haney, Billy Joe Saunders fights on the undercard and that was it of Billy of the what fight? Uh, is that of the undercard of the Kaiser Logan fight Kaiser Logan Billy just won his fight and Haney yeah, fought yeah, on that yeah. fight those are the only two I already knew and like the, their opponents them and their opponents yeah, the only ones I already knew but then under, under that card but, I, I didn't really care but I suppose they were all proper boxers weren't they exactly so I think this was more entertaining because it, was, it had yeah. more of the style of YouTube camera work yeah. that I like I like that sort of shitty camera like I don't like the professional angles and this needs to be in shot, this for, this for marketing, this for that. Whereas this was thoughtfully... I mean, obviously, the whole event was fucking rigged, but let's not yeah. talk about that. The way it was shot was good. I was like, Social did a good job shooting it. But now, let's talk about the actual bullshit that went down. The bullshit that went yeah, down at yeah. that event. That Anison given the Taylor holding fight. Like, what the fuck was that? What, what was did, that? Did you see the stats? Have you got the stats on you? 36. 36 punches uh, landed in total. So 36 power punches landed in total. And 16 for Taylor Holder. 47 punches in total. And 22 for Taylor Holder. Uh, see, I don't understand. You know the game's fucked. Wait, hold on. Did you see Michael Buffer's tweet? Mm, who's Michael Buffer? The got the ring announcer. Oh. Uh, no. Uh, Michael Buffer. You know who Michael Buffer is. No. Oh, right. Is, uh, is he the one who goes, let's get ready to rumble? This guy. Yeah, yeah, that's guy, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. Car. yeah. Uh, so, he tweeted, let me find it. Uh, um, I slept through every math class 60 years ago, but these scores, 49-46, 49-46, 50-46, can only mean someone wins by unanimous decision or split decision. If you split them two to one, a draw mathematically impossible. Don't blame my man Fousey. He read what he was told. Wait. So, so those are actual points? Those are the points. 49, 46, 49, 46, 50, 46. So it's mathematically impossible to have a draw. But what I think happened was, so this is what my theory is, and I think it's a lot of people's, that's what, this is what the working theory is. Social Gloves and Taylor Holder work very close together. So they paid him a lot of money to fight. Social Gloves also tweeted just after the fight that Taylor Holder had won the fight. So I think it was set up so Taylor Holder would win. But no one would believe that narrative that Taylor Holder beat Gibb. Well, on the points as well. 
on the points. So no one would believe that narrative. So, so then they so. said, let's just make it a draw. They can have a rematch. So I think that's what everyone's saying. But now, I don't know if you've seen, seen what I sent you on Instagram, just uh, no. they have now reversed the decision and Gib has now won the fight. Really? Yeah, the, the statement from the, uh, from which, which are the commission, the uh, ISKA, the International Sport Karate Association, um, to Liam and social clubs, after reviewing for Holder versus Gib, the fight was scored 49, 46, 49, 46, 50, 46. Uh, Eastern Gib won by unanimous decision. I have no excuse for being called a majority draw other than plain and simple human error. I'm embarrassed by this mistake and not catching it and correcting it ringside. I sincerely apologise to both fighters, especially Mr. Gib, who fought an amazing fight and deserved the recognition for his win. Sincerely, uh, Tom Sconzo, ISKA director. Oh, so they have now reversed the decision and oh, Gib has so now won the fight. I want to see Taylor Holden's reaction. Um, I believe, I, mean, I think Taylor Holden knew he didn't win the fight mm. in the moment. Like He didn't look like he'd won. He didn't look like no. he thought he'd won. You can tell because he sort of looked happy with the draw. He was like, yeah, okay, cool, draw, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I've seen this meme where it, like, Anisongi punched him in. It says that Anisongi punched him so hard he turned, he turned Taylor into Cal Freezy. Oh, yeah, so... yeah, that picture is so good. But yeah, I think it just shows a lot of corruption in America saying a British oh. boxer beat, like... The thing is, I don't. I don't think anyone can ever say that Taylor Holder won that fight, no, regardless. No, no, no. I think it's just um, just shows that basically, if you if you're sponsored by the people running the thing, then you you're more in their favour, kind of thing. There's always a as got... always a favour, isn't there? I, the plain and simple, Taylor Holder got fucked the fuck up. Exactly. So. Like he he would he, he he I would not give him a single round. No. Exactly, so. But... And the fact that one apparently one judge scored it fifty forty six in his favour. That's a big, that's a big difference. Like, not... you know, fifty forty six means that he won every round and he gave one round as a draw. Ten ten. Oh right. So I don't understand. So that means Taylor Holder would have won every round, which is bullshit. Yeah, but he didn't though. Exactly. He didn't win any round. Yeah, exactly. So, like, he didn't win, it, win any round on the points as well. Well, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Because judges can score things differently. Okay. So one judge scored it 50 to 46 in Taylor Holder's favour, which really? means Taylor Holder had a flawless box match and won every single round. So, but he scored, he scored, obviously he scored that in just the one round, but that was... No, no, 50, 46 across the whole thing. So there was uh, five rounds. Yeah. And he scored, each round is scored out of 10. Right. So a knockdown is worth minus two. So if I knock, let me and you in a fight. We were boxing. I knocked you down. They'd score the round 10-8 in my favour. Oh, uh, okay. So... so that judge scored every single round 10 points to Taylor Holder and nine to give in most, except for one where he scored them 10-10. Really? Which is bullshit. It's bull exactly it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's just, he's a fix. Like, did you did you uh, see KSI Minimeter's reaction to it? No. I need to watch uh, it. Let me, let me find I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it uh, on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen Minimin upload because I need to watch it after this. But uh, oh no, not that, not that specific thing. But um, th there was a uh, KSI and Minimin to react. Uh, yeah, this. Wait, hold on. Jim, Jim. What? That's a joke. That's a joke. Wait, what? 
Like, everyone knew that it was fucked. Yeah. I just... Crazy, man. Insane. It's a fucking joke. Hopefully he makes a video, like, there's something to say. Like, obviously there's a tweet and the Instagram post or whatever it is. But I think uh, there needs to be something more official. Yeah, I think that the, the Boxing Commission needs to apologise. Taylor Holder needs to... No, in all fairness, I don't actually blame Taylor Holder. No, it's not his fault. Definitely not his fault. And everyone's saying it's his fault, it's fucked. But I think the Boxing Commission needs to apologise. The judge needs to apologise. The whole thing's fucked, mate. Yeah. It's fucked. If you guys want to see a raw reaction to it, watch True Geordie's video on it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch that after this. He, he uploaded it uh, last night. And it was just a raw reaction. of like They watched the whole fight. They reacted to the whole fight. And they were like, yeah, Gibbs round. Good shot from Gibbs. That's from Gibbs. And the reaction, from it was a majority draw. It was my reaction when I found out, when I saw that shit. Because I actually didn't know the result until after. And what I think I said it in our group chat, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what yeah, did yeah. I say? Let's see, uh, let me find it. I said, "Brother, Gib got robbed. What the fuck was that?" Hmm. I was like, "Watch the fucking fight. Gib won every round, but majority draw. Fuck off." Yeah, mate. That's... Mate, <laughs> stop the count. The commission's fucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they reversed it though. Oh no, no, hundred percent. But I think it's it's not as much of yeah. victory. Yeah, it's like kind of like a uh, pity victory. Yeah, because, like, he, he should have won on the night. I'm still back in this, but, but yeah, mate, it, it, it's, uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the best. But, I mean, I still enjoyed the uh, I still enjoyed the event. Unfortunate for Gib, but not winning the night. But What did he upload it on? It's just... What, Drew Geordie? Yeah. Uh, True Geordie Extra, right? Uh, okay. Right, okay. Um, I mean, my voice is starting to be a bit more fucked. I mean, I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about, Ryan. Uh, that's that's fine. That's fine because of your. Uh, I will, we uh, apologise if it's been a short one, but you need to a recover. Yeah, you need yeah, to recover. Well, we're recording again tomorrow, so I'm probably going to still sound the same next week. So uh, if I do, it's because we recorded the next day, not because we, oh, my voice is not that long. So uh, before we end the off podcast, we have our weekly segment headline of the week. <laughs> you guys don't know what headline of the week is? The weekly segment where I find a headline, old and new, and me and Ryan have a little talk about it. So. Right, in this week's head on the week, I feel like we've had a lot of wedding themed ones, so there's another wedding themed oh, head on the week. Go. Okay. Bride to be Shane for putting PayPal details on car, asking strangers to fund the wedding. Oh, uh, a bride to be has has been slammed for a, a picture of her attempting to get strangers to send her money towards her hen weekend. It was shared on a Reddit page shaming her. Do you know what? I actually don't see what's bad about that. So it's just beggy, isn't it? Yeah, but like, if you don't want to donate, don't donate. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to donate. Mm. Yeah, I get it. But... Uh, you know what? If I saw that, I actually might donate, like, like five pounds or something. I'd be like, yeah, there you go. That's for you. If it also could just be easy, so fake. But like, the thing is, that's too extreme. Even if it was fake, it's too extreme to go fake, so I'd still be like, that's cool. Uh, I don't know. I just kind of see it as just a bit, I don't know. Just like, if you couldn't afford the wedding, don't have it. That makes but sense. Some people, some people want a dream wedding, Ryan. Mm. Yeah, but live in your means, man. Live in your means. Okay, what if your girlfriend tomorrow was like, I want a thousand, oh no, a thousand, man, you have a thousand, a hundred grand wedding? I'd be like, no. <laughs> unless, unless, you're like, unless you're planning to fund it, then 
you know what I mean? I wouldn't. There's only, obviously you just live what you can do, and obviously, if you if you plan to save up hundred grand, you save it up. That's fine, but not like oh, it's three months before, and actually, I want to have this since hundred grand. It's like, mm, well, how is it any different to girls girls funding their boob jobs on GoFundMe? Well, it's not any different. Exactly. I'm just so I think it's okay. I I respect it. I just kind of think I don't know. I just seem like there's better things to be go funded for rather than a wedding. It could be Oh to... yeah, like medical procedures to yeah, like that, but or... a five is not gonna kill me to give to their wedding. I'll I'll happily back it. Yeah, but, your car, but like, like details on but, I'm but, sending the pay. But a fiver a fiver might not do a lot for the wedding, but a fiver could buy, I don't know, so many mosquito nets or something for some poor child or Okay. How about this? If, if I see both. if I see if I see a wedding if I see a car with wedding bank details on it, yeah? I'll send them I'll send them the money and then whatever charity you want, Brian, I'll match that donation. Yeah, you go. Yeah, that's fine. There you go. That's fine. Okay, actually, I'll do that. But I'm never ever gonna see that car. But if I do, I will. I'll yeah, it's it. actually the charity for my own GoFundMe page. Ryan likes <laughs> for my wedding. <laughs> my hundred grand wedding, which I'm yeah. currently having. <laughs> I mean Brian, is there, is there any closing thoughts you want to give the uh, podcast? Uh, don't, people at home? Don't, don't put your PayPal on random people's things and that's what I mean. And I, don't want, also don't scream too hard at England games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I really apologise, guys, for the shaky voice. I know. I don't. I loved really it. I should be. What, you think this episode was good? I think it's hilarious. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I, I really do apologise, guys, and I think that uh, as a podcast, I really should be looking after my own voice, but you know, sometimes you get a bit carried away. Yeah, man, it happens to the best of us. No, it doesn't. Ryan's a professional. It's never I'm happened a wreck. to me. Well, it's happened to me, but not like at the time where I thought, you know, where I need it, basically. On the day before this. Yeah. Not over a podcast recording. Yeah. Okay. I mean, thank you guys at home for putting up with my bullshit and. I'm sure you really appreciate Ryan more than you appreciate me right now, which is <laughs> fair point. Fair enough. I mean, thank you guys at home for listening. I've been a robot. I mean, I've been I've been uh, a disabled parrot. Uh, I've, been, I've been AJ. And I've been a normal person. <laughs> See ya. Uh,